This is Rink Wide on TSN 1040. Here's J.D. Burke and Andrew Watton. Welcome back to Rink Wide. It's a show that always scores. Andrew Watton, J.D. Burke with you here. Going to talk to Danielle Huntley in just a moment. Get you caught up on what's happening with the Botchford Project. And if you don't know what the Botchford Project is all about, well, we'll let Danielle explain it. Uh, a tweet that came in, Rob Rossi, of course, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins beat reporter as the um, Penguins have just finished their game, or they finished the game about a half an hour ago with Washington losing 5-2. to two. Sidney Crosby said it absolutely would be odd if NHL games are played in empty buildings. We've discussed this kind of situation and, you know, been brought up to speed in what's going on, but I haven't given any thought to that couldn't give you an opinion either way. That's pretty classic Sidney Crosby uh, right there. But uh, it's telling. And it's upon us, J.D. We could be seeing empty stadiums played in major sports here in North America. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, an, an interesting wrinkle, to say the least. I, I just don't even know what to make of that. It's just so beyond anything that I've ever seen. But I'm assuming that the TV will still happen, right? Like One would have to would think. have to be. It would like would they have the cameramen in like hazmat suits or something? Like, well, okay. how, how would they do this? I don't want to seem flippant because I take this all very seriously, and this is usually where Trevor has a sniper take me out or cut my mic. But hear me out on this one. Oh boy! No, no, no! Hear me out on this one. How dark humor here? How how funny would it be if after all these years where we've posited that the Canucks refused to rebuild I know where you're going. because they wanted playoff <laughs> revenue and they finally make the playoffs <laughs> and they can't get their playoff revenue. See, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. Trust me, it's crossed my mind. It has crossed my mind. Right. And it made me think that... You just that lack we, the conviction it, to... It, it made me think that, you know, would the ownership group even care about playoffs? Anyway... Let's not go down that road. No, let's not. Let's welcome uh, Danielle Huntley to the program. She is the most recent recipient of a nomination for the Botchford Project. She is going to be at the game tomorrow night to cover the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Vancouver Canucks. She is a writer for Canucks Army and has her own blog. Danielle, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. Okay, Danielle, so uh, tomorrow being International Women's Day, of course, we've been talking about women that are working in hockey, and so just want to get your sort of background and your story. Uh, what drew you to want to work into hockey? Did you play the game growing up, or, or is it just something that you've uh, always been fascinated about? I didn't play it growing up, but it's something I've always been fascinated about since I was a little kid. I've be, I'm actually pretty obsessed with it, and I always it always bothered me in this market how there's not really any women writers. I always bitched about it, so I thought, why not give it a shot myself? And that's what I did. And what what has your experience been like getting into the industry? I mean, you, you write at Canucks Army now, you're building a, a fairly large following, and with that comes a certain sense of, as I described it earlier, sense of vulnerability, as, as is the case with anybody who has a public profile. What has that been like for you? What has your experience been? It's actually been pretty good. At first, there was a, a few negative comments right in my DMs right away about my credentials, what am I doing, stuff like that. But I just kind of ignored it and just went with it because it's what I wanted to do. And Jackson from Canucks Army reached out to me, and he's been so wonderful and so helpful along the way. And that's been a really positive experience, actually. And I've had a lot of wonderful feedback from people, too. Uh, Danielle, so what exactly are you, what, what approach are you going to take for your story for the Botchford Project uh, tomorrow? I'm going to be doing a piece on Jake Bertanen and his year he's had this year. 
I'm going to try and sit down with a few with him and a couple of his teammates and see what they think, how he's improved this year and how he feels about his game this year compared to last year. Have you been at, at all involved in terms of, have you, is this be your first experience in the press box? Will be your first experience in the dressing room with the guys? Yes, definitely. And um, so, you know, like, what's your approach going to be for this? You know, like some guys come in all cool, collective on it, or you, you think you're going to be a little bit nervous with this, or do you, you feel like you got your ducks in a row and you're ready that to go out? That was my approach. I was the guy with the Yeah, because we hand. all are. We yeah, all yeah, are. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? We have to admit it. Like, there, I remember having my, my mic oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. in the, Now, mind you, it's because your arm is kind of dangling there for No, a while, no, no. For me, it's just anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm ready to puke by the end of every question. <laughs> but uh, what's your approach going to be, Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've taken a lot of notes, and I have a lot of questions prepared just so, because I am a bit nervous for sure, just to help me prepare and be ready. It'll be different, obviously, when I'm in front of them, I feel like, but having notes and questions ahead of time will help me, I feel like. Well, just don't do what I did, which was in... Don't do anything that JD has done throughout his career, in fact. (laughs) Hey, I'm a favorite at 1040, so my record speaks for itself. But just don't do what I do with, or what I did with Travis Green. I remember in my first year, I showed up late to a post-game press conference, and I asked about Brock Besser, and uh, it's, it's very rare that I actually got a question out because I was so shy about it all, and... You know, Travis, I uh, actually answered that question at the beginning <laughs> of the presser. Um, no, you've been making some some really salient points in some of your post-game coverage about the Canucks and the way that they have deployed their top six forward group, the way that they've deployed their bottom six forward group. And I think that one of the things that stuck out to me uh, was that you made the case using some underlying data that Louis Erickson in the top six isn't quite as egregious as one might assume, given the circumstances that beset the Canucks. Uh, do you want to take us through the calculus for that analysis and, and perhaps some of the numbers that informed your position there? For sure. So basically, I just I was on natural statric and I compared the line of Bo Horvat and Tanner Pearson with Jake Bertanen and then with Louis Erickson. And Louis Erickson actually is more sound defensively, obviously, but offensively, his numbers are much better. His Corsi 4 percentage is better. His shots 4 percentage. Projected goals for scoring chances. High danger chances. Surprisingly, Louis Erickson is a better fit than Jake Bertanen. Wow, interesting. I would have not thunk that myself. I mean, especially with seeing that the way Jake Fertanen has played with them uh, recently. But then you look at last night's game and you look at the the little things that Louie did and able to seal the victory uh, for the Canucks. We're talking to Danielle Huntley uh, from Canucks Army. Uh, Danielle, what was your relationship, if at, at all, uh, with Botchford, with Jason Botchford, and um, sort of what sort of influence uh, did Botch have on you? I never knew him directly, but I read all his work. I was very passionate about hockey and he had he understood this market and related to us and I felt like he really got it and I just felt like just inspired by him and what about uh, an honor oh sorry go ahead uh, it's an honor to be chosen to represent the Botchford project under his name it really means a lot to me and what about for yourself now, as you, of course, progress yourself through uh, the Botchford Project here, working with Canucks Army? Um, what's the future for, for Danielle Huntley? I'm going to keep at this for sure. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm going to take some courses in the summer to better myself at writing because I don't have the most experience writing. 
but it's something I'm definitely going to push forward with and I'm enjoying it. And especially writing for Canucks army. It's been great. All right, Danielle, we'll appreciate that. And, uh, Good luck with the story tomorrow and enjoy the – just absorb it all because it is overwhelming at first, but it's a heck of a good time as well. So I uh, look forward to reading your piece and uh, look forward to reading some more of your stuff on Canucks Army. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Danielle Huntley from Canucks Army, the Botchford Project. What, it's such a cool project. The funny, it really the, the, is. the thing that I like about the people that have been tapped on the shoulder to do the – is that even though they're new in the business – they're they're pretty polished already, you know. Oh and yeah, these I mean, guys you look are... at the likes of like a, a David Quadrelli yeah. or a Chris uh, Faber. Chris Faber. I mean, yep. these are people that have experience. Or Stephen Hawko from yeah. the Dub Network. I yeah. mean, uh, I I like that it's people who take it seriously. Yeah, and you these know, are the, these and are Robin the... Horner as well, another uh, yeah. female from from BCIT, another woman from BCIT. Rather, I don't yeah. know why I said that so stilted. It's okay. Anyway. No, it's it's really fantastic to see that the the reception to that project has been what it is. The feedback that some of the re- young writers have given from that project, and the way that there's a buy-in at every level. Yeah, it's fantastic. Ne- next generation of uh, uh, Canucks uh, scribes and uh, perhaps even broadcasters as well. I know where I sit in the press box when I'm up there, uh, two seats down from our uh, our fallen colleague, and uh, they're going to enjoy themselves. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that's the best part of the whole thing. And you know, covering hockey at the end of the day, it's a, it's a dream job. And uh, for some people just to get a taste of it, a uh, pretty cool thing. On the other side, JD's manifesto. What do you got for us this week? I think I'm going to talk about the goaltending. All right. That's on the other side. Rink wide, the show that always scores. TSN 1040.